guys, welcome back to our channel. I am Sherry Ann and I'm Brian and we are Rowena Francis. Mm -hmm. So we are coming back today with another name of God. We've been talking about names of God. And so today we want to talk about Adonai. Adonai. You know, there has never been a time like the world we are living in today in the spirit of Antichrist is just being released into the earth. I mean, it's, it's not even like it's a, you know, a hidden thing anymore, you know, how much, you know, there's an agenda, you know, that is just anti-God. It's just mm -hmm. like blatant. It's in our faces. And, uh, you know, the, the world is just progressing into this unknown that we have just never, you know, seen to this degree in, in all of history. And so it is a very strange time that we are we're living in. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I would say that it certainly is. But the Word of God is relevant for every single season of our lives. It's true. It absolutely is. And I want to read to you guys from James 4, James 4, 7. It says, Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Okay, hold on a second here. Did you just say submit? Yeah, I did actually. <laughs> like, submit. Ooh. Submit. <laughs> ah, submit. <laughs> Ooh, it's like such a word just got like such a ooh, uh, weird connotation to it. I remember it. years ago I was actually writing, I was trying to write a book years ago on submission. And uh, I just remember every time I'd tell people about, you know, talking about this topic, like everybody would be like, oh my gosh, submission? Ew. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's in general like a way that people view submission is they're just, they're turned off by it, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that when, like, obviously the Bible talks about submission and there's a real reason to it because when we're submitting to God, we are actually, we are opening ourselves up to what God has for us. Yes. Right? So we are going to get started today. We are going to read in Genesis 15, 1 and 2. And this is a story that's talking about Abraham. And so it says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, do not be afraid. Abram, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Mm -hmm. But Abram said, Lord, God, what will you give me seeing I go childless and the heir to my house is Eleazar of Damascus. So I actually want to give you a little nugget here. Like from a gold nugget? Like a gold nugget, Like I a guess. gold yeah, nugget. Yeah, All gold right. Nugget. Gold nugget okay. time. So if you're reading along in that passage, you can see that the very first time that it says Lord, it's all capital letters. Capital L? Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Yes. All capital letters. And that represents Jehovah, Jehovah. in the Bible, which means the self-existent one. Mm -hmm. right? We'll talk about that at another time. But... The second time it says Lord, it's capital L and lowercase o-r-d, which actually talks about Adonai, which means the Lord and Master. It means Lord and Master. Two different phrases, both spelt the same way, just a little bit different with Slight some capital differences. letters and So that. anytime in the Bible when you see all capital Lord spelt with all capital letters, that means Jehovah, the self-existent one. Mm -hmm. And anytime it's capital L with small O-R-D, mm -hmm. then that means Adonai, which means the Lord and the master mm -hmm. of your life. Yes. And this is the same phrase that's actually used in uh, Exodus 4.10, yeah. uh, which is another situation. It says, And Moses said to the Lord, Jehovah, mm -hmm. right, O my Lord, 
right? It says, oh, my Lord, lowercase, which is now Adonai. Yep. And it says, I am not eloquent, neither, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Mm. It's so interesting because in both of these passages, they're, when they're addressing God, they're addressing him as the Lord and the master of their life, mm -hmm. right? The supreme being. Yes, yes. Which, which is this, this whole representation of, of obedience yeah. and uh, submission, know, submission <laughs> sacrifice, right? Yes. Uh, it's, it's this whole, you know, you know, it, it actually even translate as, as master, yeah. correct? Yeah. And, you know, it, you know, which is also like a term that, you know, in, invokes and talks about, you know, that lordship that was going on during this time. That's right. And uh, it was a very, uh, we'll call it unique situation. But this is what was happening. Yeah. When you recognize um, God as Adonai, the Lord and Master in your life, you are actually unlocking Jehovah yes. to act in your life. Correct. Right? Yes. Which which is it's like it's a password, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like God shows up on the scene as Jehovah. You know, that, that recognition, that submission to, you know, Adonai, the Lord and Master, right? It's that, it's that, that opening password that releases yeah. Jehovah into their life. Because every time that you kind of saw that in the Word of God, it was like, you know, the next thing you know, all, you know, this, the, the power of Jehovah was just being, you know, released, right? In Abram's circumstance, I mean, Jehovah brought about, you know, a child to a barrenless woman. And then in Moses's case, I mean, we have the the Exodus out of Egypt. I mean, mm -hmm. it was the power of God was fully released after you know the the release of, of that submission to who God right, was. Right, where they acknowledge that yes. God is the Lord, the Master of their life. And I think in our lives, it's the same thing, mm -hmm. right? As we um, recognize God as the Lord and the Master of our life, and we understand what that means, mm -hmm. we can unlock so much of who he is in our lives and his power to be unleashed in our lives as well. So I want to actually read a scripture in Romans. In Romans? Romans 10, verse 9 to 10. It says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Yes. So... I, you know what I love about this verse, and this is what? this is a continuation of what we are talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, there there are many people out there who who love to make the translation here. You know, when we talk about Jesus in relation to their life, you know, they talk mm -hmm. about you know Jesus is my savior, yeah, and and they omit the very important part of this verse, which talks about lordship. That's right. So when we accept Christ into our hearts, it says that we accept him as our Lord and Savior. The mm -hmm. two of them are, are linked together. They go hand in hand. So, And the thing is, I think, you know, um, a lot of times we think that they're, they're one and the same. And even though it's two things that describe the same God. They're two different characteristics. So the savior part of it is Jesus came to the earth. He died on the cross for us so that we can be saved from our mm -hmm. sins, so that we can be saved from going to hell and we can have a relationship with God the Father. But when he talks about being um, the Lordship, mm -hmm. right? Him being the Lord of our lives, that is where we are giving over the control of our lives to God and we are saying, God, my life is in your hands and yes. I give you the control. I, I'm going to follow your leading. I'm going to let you be the one who speaks into my life and I'm going to follow 
in the way that you lead me, yes. right? And they're and they're they're two different things, mm-hmm. but they they describe the same God, but they're two different aspects of it. And so when you get saved, there is that aspect aspect of making him the Lord of your life, so that saying that he is the master of your mm-hmm. life, Lord, you are the master. You're the one who I want to lead me in my mm-hmm. life. Yes. So if we continue even on through this journey here, you know, if we take a look at the passage of Luke 22, uh, verses around verses 42, 43, 44 in there, it talks about how how this is right towards the end of Jesus's mm-hmm. life here on the earth. And he's in the Garden of Gethsemane. And in the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, he's he's struggling and he's, he's going back and forth into prayer, yeah. you know, and, and he goes and he prays three times. And each of these times, he, he, you know, he ends his prayer with, you know, Father, you know, you know, if it's, if you are willing, you'll let this cup pass from me. Mm-hmm. But if not, you know, not my will, but Your yours will. be done. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, you know, even in this intimate sense, you know, he uses this word, you know, Abba, Father. And and really what it, it's, it's describing and is capturing through this whole process is he's talking about the intimacy, the relationship that he has with God. Yeah. And, and it's all captured into this, you know, this, this, this intimate moment that he's having. But he's also saying, he says, look, he goes, but I'm surrendering to you. He's surrendering to his Adonai. He's surrendering to the Lordship. He's surrendering to the Father, his mind, his will, his emotions, his whole being at this time. And I think this is so key when when you're talking about surrender because... You know, I just even think about our lives and stuff like that. And, you know, you think things are going to go a certain way and things just don't go that way, you know, or you encounter hardship or, you know, you have tough decisions that you have to make, like Mm -hmm. things like that, that, you know, when you are giving, surrendering your will to God and you're saying, okay, I will make this tough decision or, you know, I'll endure through this process Mm -hmm. um, because I give my will up over to you. And you're saying, not my will. Mm-hmm. but your will. And so, you know, even, um, I don't even know where it's found, but, uh, when he's talking about, uh, suffering mm-hmm. and, uh, I think it's in Philippian, Philippians one, I think is one where he's, where he's talking about, you know, that I'm, I'm enduring this suffering. He was in jail. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it was. Was it Paul? He's in jail anyways. Mm-hmm. He's in jail and he's writing, um, you know, to, to the people and he's saying, you know, I'm, I'm enduring this for the cause of Christ because of his will because of what he needs to do and what he will accomplish through this and because of that I'm willing to endure through it so it just gives purpose to what we go through in life and that what we go through that you know he will use it even though he doesn't bring evil into our lives and he's not the one who causes things um, to happen in our lives he will use it for his glory if we surrender our will over to him mm-hmm. and I don't want you guys to overlook a little part of this passage as well because the avenue that Christ surrendered his will over to the Father, right, to, to Adonai there, yeah. was he did it through prayer. Yeah. And so praying is an avenue that we use to be able to die to ourselves and to surrender yeah. to his lordship. And, and I feel like I can totally relate to that right now. Mm-hmm. Um I just I feel like prayers come alive in our in our lives more recently, right? Yep. Um we've we started diving into prayer. Um just on a deeper level over the last um, six months, year, two years. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while, I guess. Seems like a long time. Um, but anyways, we've been diving into that and just realizing that, um, you know, even when you're going through tough things or just decisions that you have to make and stuff like that, when you don't know how to make those decisions, 
like Jesus, when he was in the garden, he had that, when he went into the garden, he was praying. And that prayer time, that praying, seeking God's face, talking to God, relating with God, that gave him the resolve to accomplish what he needed, needed to do, to continue on through the process of what he knew he was about to endure. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he would have been able to endure that as a human being, mm -hmm. because remember, he was still alive in a human body. Um, if he wouldn't have spent that time in prayer mm -hmm. knowing that God was with him and it was God leading him mm -hmm. and that it was God's will. And he, through prayer, he submitted his will over to God. Yes. Like it's so, prayer is so key in that. Yeah. You and, know? and once again, what did we see? As he acknowledged Christ through that surrendering process and submitted to him, Jehovah was released, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we saw a little trickle of that out, you know, when they came to arrest him. But then what did he finalize? We all know it was the cross is what right. he went to. And the power of God was just unleashed mm -hmm. at that time at the cross. And so it is is such an amazing thing. And so, I, I mean, it's important to know that, that God is a good master and he wants good things for us. Yeah. He wants to see us flourish. He wants to see us prosper. And he wants good things for our lives. And so we're going to end today. We're going to show you guys just a little bit about how to pray the word, how to pray the name Adonai. That's right. So Father, I just thank you, Lord, mm -hmm. that you are Adonai in our lives. We just place you as the Lord and the mm -hmm. Master. We ask that you lead us, you guide us, Father. We set aside our own will. We set aside any selfish ambition, anything that we personally want, Father, and we set it aside for your will. We say not our will, but your will be done. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Father, that you are the one who is in control of our lives. We hand that control over to you and we give it over to you this day. Thank you, Father, that you are the Lord of our life. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Amen. So that there wraps up Adonai. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that and learned a little bit today. And we want you guys to just learn how to practice and put those names of God into your prayer lives on a regular basis. They're definitely helpful. And they're gonna, you're going to see your, your prayer time you know, grow and prosper. That's right. So with that, guys, we will see you next time with the next name of God. Thank you.